Why do I have to admit you? <laughs> it says ask to join. That's so weird. Like what? How does it not know that? What it's for? Because I, when I was doing the ones of school and stuff, it's because if, if like, let's say you're not ready and 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 the camera starts, if you just join immediately and you look kind of fucked or something, you know, it's just like as a courtesy thing. I think that's true. I like and being. So you can you can look at yourself in the video, be like, okay, I look good, and I and then and then ask to join, you know. As usual, I'm figuring out the levels here. There we go. Okay. Little little lobby. Little lobby. Lobby action. Lobby. <laughs> We're in the lobby. Yeah. How's the lobby? That's the best place to be. <laughs> I like being in the lobby. It um, was like one of the Ryan Shea Carton videos where I think it was one of the more recent ones where he was saying that it, in in the video it takes place in like the lobbies of games because that area is, is interesting yeah, to him. Definitely. You know, like... It's not the game yet, but it's still something. And then what can you do there? It's, it's kind of like completely up to you. It's a transitory space, but yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I think Fortnite has a kind of lobby where you're Fortnite all just running lobby? around in this airfield or something. And there's nothing. To, you're just running around. It's kind of cool. I guess like Fortnite has just gone off the rails after that Martin Luther King thing. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, it's funny because like, I think that's the ultimate, like they're ultimately doing it in good faith. I mean, like, I don't think they were doing it like to hurt anyone, <laughs> but like, what did they think was going to happen? Like, all I see is like pictures of like Rick Sanchez and the alien from like the alien movies, like doing like crazy dab dances and shit everywhere. And like in front of Martin Luther King, like doing his like most famous speech. I'm it like, must just be insane corporate people that like have no idea what a real person is. So then when they just like, they're like learning these things from a book and they've never yeah, even yeah. experienced talking with a person. So, <laughs> really something so, like that. so they're like, well, oh yeah, that would be amazing to march with Martin Luther King virtually. That <laughs> would be amazing. Because it's amazing that no one in the uh, unless there was someone in the room that was like, yo guys, this is completely fucked up. And they're like, no. You're stupid and racist. I think like, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's literally what happened where it was like one guy was like literally like, guys, this is like the most racist thing I've ever seen in my life. And then everyone's like, shut the fuck up. What do you what do you know? What do you mean? And then like literally like five days ago, they're like, this is the Rick and Morty pack for Fortnite. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like some guy on Twitter was Rick like Rick and Martin Luther King. Yeah, Rick and Martin Luther King. <laughs> that's basically what happened. Some guy was like uh, they released a Catwoman pack for Fortnite or something, and he was saying that because you can't like uh, disable like anything in Fortnite, like when you go into a map, like everything's kind of like loaded, and you can like load everything in. Because like I guess yeah, if, like you buy a pack, you kind of want to use it everywhere, right? He was saying that be, it, it had a whip in it, like a Catwoman whip, and you couldn't disable it in the map, so people were just like whipping shit everywhere, and like that is so oh bad. wow, so it's like That's like a hotel. The it's just like filled with aids all over yeah again. it's like fucking massive. it was exactly like the pools closed shit like it, i don't know i was just like it blew my fucking mind when i like i, I exited on even the though board. like even though it's like horrible and racist the one thing it is cool because that's like emergence in a game you know yeah, where something sure. that the designers they they created this space and then people created something new out of it that no one would have ever met, even though it's like whipping people out of Martin Luther King around. <laughs> and then like doing like Fortnite dances as like Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just whipping people. Well, Martin Luther King is like, please give us civil liberties. <laughs> nope, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. What even is that? Like, it's like so beyond even racism. It's like something more yeah it's like super is. racism or something like racism hyper beca racism because it's like I racism feel removed from the context of it, but then it still is racist <laughs> because the, there's still real people yeah that are yeah watching it so yeah wow like That's i want so fucked fortnite march through time martin luther king jr experience gameplay Jesus. Was it like a one-time event, or is this something that you can just always go to? I mean, I don't play Fortnite, so like I have yeah. no idea how any of this it, works. Was it like a map that you could just always load up and there'd be people there, or Holy if it was like shit. a singular event? Like I, I know that didn't they do like uh, concerts and stuff? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like that makes sense because like it's just a bunch of kids who well, like. Oh yeah, obviously no, but music. I mean, like it was a one-time event concert. Oh. I think. like it, it was yeah, live yeah, yeah. In, in that sense. This is but absolutely I wonder if that was insane. the same. 
I if you could see this video, like okay, so <laughs> I guess they haven't removed any of the assets from like previous shit. So it's like literally a video of Travis Scott in Fortnite running towards like the pool near the Washington Monument <laughs> while there's a video of like Martin Luther King giving his speech. Like literally one of the most famous speeches in all of like American history. And then like wow. he's like Travis Scott is like surrounded by like all these other like dudes like just jumping and like they're so muscular and they're all in the pool. <laughs> like just watching Martin Luther King give this speech. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like future racism. It's like racism we haven't even like, like been able to explore if like, yet. If like ba- Baudrillard could see that, he'd just like <laughs> he kill himself. Die. He would fucking kill himself. <laughs> Absolutely. This is like the most Baudrillian thing of all, where it's like oh it's beyond hyper real. It's just like fucking like what the hell it, like what is the point of that because like i didn't even bother like playing the thing because i just thought when i saw it i was like this is not going to go over well it's like people are going to be really pissed off there's no way you even like all the people in that room who are like yeah we're gonna like really you know show people what the civil rights movement is and the way they understand it's never going to do that <laughs> Like literally, is <laughs> well show them with a rope. Yeah, that well, way they'll get it. Like yeah, like oh my god. So like no, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> they're outside a diner. They're outside like a diner. So I'm guessing it's like they have a lot of stuff about segregation in it because <laughs> I guess kids need to learn about segregation through Fortnite. And then yeah. outside of this diner. On February 1st, 1960, four African-American students sat at a whites-only lunch counter at a Woolsworth in Greensboro. So they just have, like, little plaques telling you about how racism was in the 60s before the Civil Uh. Rights Movement. So it's just, like, Travis Scott, as a Fortnite skin, outside of a... Uh, <laughs> out of a segregated diner with a fact about how the diner was segregated, and then you're just like reading the quote. Do you think the designers of it knew what they were doing? Like, yes, it's absolutely. crazy. Yeah. What I think happened was, I think because it was a part of like the Fortnite um, like creators thing. I don't. I think it was like it was a Fortnite Time magazine like collaboration, but they got people from like a, the community to make it. So I think what they were thinking was, how do we make the like most insanely fucked up thing? And like, they can't say anything about it. Right. Cause like if they do, it's racist, but if we put it out, it's racist anyway. It's like a so, little trap. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like you're damned if you do damned, if you don't like, obviously if it got out that like, Oh, Fortnite passed on like a Martin Luther King simulator, <laughs> basically people are going to be like, what the fuck did you do? But then, if you release the Martin Luther King signature, people are going to be like, "What the fuck did you do?" So it's just like, like a, "What do you like do?" A, like a, a racist guerrilla warfare, where you're like <laughs> yeah. using the environment against itself, like or like racist terrorism. Absolutely. Like you're using the means of the system to destroy itself. That's <laughs> pretty crazy. I just can't like. It's it's. I don't know. It's like far. It's just so far beyond. What are they doing? It's just like makes it even more crazy because like how far you can jump in Fortnite. Like, you know, like it's a game. So you have to be able to jump pretty high. So everyone is just jumping around like crazy and everyone looks (laughs) like they're on the fucking moon. And like they're just like outside the fucking Washington Monument. And then like there's like a whole bunch of like Martin Luther King quotes and then like stuff about how segregation worked in in Washington or like around the U.S. And like, can you hear this? (laughs) Yeah, vaguely. He's just like what the fuck and then they're like at the part where Martin Luther King is like now is the time which is like a very pivotal moment in that in that speech we cannot walk alone and as we walk we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead we cannot turn back that's just on a a, a plinth basically yeah I remember I listened to that speech a lot because I think I had it on like a vinyl record because ah. I think when I was first getting into records in like there was no record stores where I was except one, but then the guy was just like an old, like old school rock kind of dude. So there's nothing I was interested in, like for like hip hop or sampling. And then, but then he had one section of like spoken word stuff, which is like JFK speeches. And I think Martin Luther King. So then I just bought those because they're the only things that had like just people talking in them. And then I just play them over and over again, just because like I had them. So like that, and then the JFK speech, I just like know very Wait, which, well. Which JFK one? We chose to go to the moon. The the one where it's like, um, <laughs> That's oh like... fuck, what's the one where he's talking about? Um, 
Uh, uh, it, it's about like like picking yourself up or like or the America, uh, like what you can do for America, we can do for you, that one. Uh, okay, I know the way you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then so I would just listen to those over and over again. So like, that was fun. Do you remember when they when some guy made like a JFK assassination simulator and like when we were in high school? Do you remember that? Not that, but I remember similar yeah. like school shooting simulators and uh uh yeah, yeah. Cuz it's like I think like I think we've already been there like with this idea, but like it's always been done in bad faith. It's never been done in a way where people were like this is a good thing. We need to do this. You know, so what if what if Fortnite made a new one where it was when Martin Luther King gets assassinated, but the whole thing is that you're there to save him, (laughs) (laughs) and then you create an alternate timeline where he never died. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? That's pretty impressive. That's like that's like farther beyond this. Like yeah, like that. Like just like changing history (laughs) to be whatever you want. Morty saved Martin Luther King. Rick. I don't think he should die, Morty. <laughs> oh my god, man, that is terrible. I want to see the other skins because, like, right now it's literally just Travis Scott running around and, and listening to Martin Luther King, and then like, going... oh, are all the levels good on the podcast? Oh yeah, all the levels are good. Am nice. I too loud? No, no, I just wanted to make sure. Oh no, we're good. Holy shit! Now he's like looking at the like the Abraham Lincoln statue, <laughs> and then there's a video in a in a in a plinth of like. Martin Luther King, and you can go up there and I guess take pictures of yourself. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well. And so, what did they do? Like, they just did they just take the videos of that speech and then uh, CGI like model him, or like no. is there a like a an animated uh, Martin Luther King moving in like a, or is it no video? It's like literally like the area around the Washington Monu- Monument in DC. You know how like there's the lawn and then there's like the big dick thing i don't know what it's called you know the big yeah. big thing and uh yeah it's like that's like pretty fortnite looking and then like yeah there's just like videos of like martin luther king giving his speech <laughs> oh so he's not even really he's like, not even in virtually it virtually there oh my god man this is like absolutely this is like absurd it's absurd there's no other way to go about it like it's absurd it's like beyond the pale. Like I don't know how else to yeah. describe what this is. It's just like nuts. But yeah, so I pretty guess cool. this is pretty cool. Um, pretty cool way to live. Pretty cool way to live. Um, so, uh, do you have something for me? <laughs> yeah, I have something. What, what do you have for me? What What is it? You know what I was thinking of? A cool thing to do on the podcast would be. Uh-huh. I'm all because ears. like sometimes when we've talked, we've like given out pieces of information of like like maybe a street or something mm-hmm. you know like who we, we should are. also start doing disinformation so we ah. should start like naturally and co- bring into conversation like yeah like that time when i was living in kansas for three years in the states doing that project you know they will never and then know. make up a story and then and then so then it, it all gets muddled okay well i mean what i'm thinking back to is the time when i was in norway <laughs> Which is a true thing. Which is a is true, true thing that everyone knows. And you know and I'm that. I'm not saying it because you brought this up. <laughs> no. I just actually was thinking about it. I was in Norway for a bit, and that's where yeah. I did my, my MFA. I remember at that. At the Norwegian School of Art. Because you didn't have internet for a no, while, I didn't so we have actually internet had to while. mail each other letters. Well, that was pretty insane. Can you believe we did that for a whole two years? That was crazy. And then I came but it back. Was, it was kind of fun. And yeah. then you came back. And we were we slightly bo- changed. Yeah, slightly. Just slightly. Like, you could tell something was off, but you weren't sure what it was. And you developed an allergy to shellfish while oh, you were there. That was terrible. I know, because that's, like, kind of all you can eat there is, like, you yeah. know, seafood. So Norwegian shellfish. Norwegian, you know, lobster, like scallops. Mussels. Mussels. Oysters. Oysters. The whole the whole. And you, and you love... I, I love shellfish. I mean, how many That's times? A subtle piece of disinformation because it doesn't really. No, there's no way you could possibly know. If what you, lying or I don't lying. know what you're talking about. Like disinformation, <laughs> all of that, all of that just happened. What are you talking about? Do you not remember those two years when I was like Were 25? Lo- and that no, I'm talking about the fact that you love shellfish. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're not talking about the Norway part. Like we're all. That's obvious. That's true, obvious. Real. Yeah, I was like, what are you that's talking about? real information. Mm-hmm. That is real information. It's just standard information. 
that actually happened, but I'm talking about the shellfish that you loved and now you're allergic to you, so that's why you can't eat it. Not because you don't like it, but because you got an allergy when you were in Norway. <laughs> First comment on the Fortnite thing, sorry, was imagine teaching about MLK in class and some kid's like, the Fortnite guy? Like, that is going to happen. How is that yeah. not going to happen? Like, like it's black, already happening. A black kid is going to say that. Absolutely, and then, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean, a guy from Fortnite? <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> wow. Oh my! That's pretty God. awesome. Oh yeah, I was. I saw this thing. Uh, it was like um, Kylo Ren is in this. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Okay, Why is that so funny. I don't like, know. It's like funnier yeah, than Rick. Just a like cartoon character. Kylo Ren. Like why not Darth not Vader? Darth Vader. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Man, I love I love the world. I love how everything yeah. works. It's so good. Anyways, yeah. Um, I was watching this thing, and, uh, and they were talking about Ted Kaczynski, and then they were talking mm-hmm. about um, the shed that he was. He, I guess I, when he, I guess he was on the run for a while, and then he they found yeah, him, yeah. and he was living in a shed in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he was living there for a while, and and they couldn't find him, and they found it, and then so what they did, which is kind of interesting, is they just kind of took the entire shed. And transported it, and then used it as like a museum piece now. So as an oh. installation. So like, there's a lot of cool pictures of the shed where it's just like in a huge empty gallery, just this shed mm. that was what Ted Kaczynski lived in, and it's like very creepy looking, and it looks very interesting and cool. And then it's also cool because it's like Ted Kaczynski where he was living in. So that's like a very interesting museum piece. But then when I was looking at it. If you look it up online, you'll see how like creepy and stuff it is. Yeah, yeah. Just type in like Ted Kaczynski shed, Ted you'll see it. Kaczynski. He has a hard to spell last name. Ted Kaczynski yeah. shed. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski Sheb. Sheb. <laughs> Where's this Sheb? Hey, I see a Sheb. <laughs> Sheb looks pretty interesting. Wow. It's kinda yeah, it looks like an installation. Like if you whoa. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was this one woman that did these cool installations the where they were just there were just uh, uh, facades of um, fake uh, houses from a fake horror movie, but it was just the facade. And she like the one she installed on a rooftop, I think, in New York or something. And um, I think it was like modeled after the house in Psycho, but it was just the facade. So it's just the front of the house. So that was kind of cool, but it oh, was similar to this anyways. But yeah, like when it's just in like the FBI storage facility or in a museum and stuff. But I was thinking what would be really, really funny about it if he had, like, very good design sense and it's, like, a really cute, like, little quaint shed. <laughs> like, a little cottage cabin, core. Like, a of tiny thing. house yeah, or, like, yeah, something yeah, yeah. cool and modern. That would have been very we could funny. See coffee. It's so funny. Like, for somebody who Because it looks shooed. like a serial killer, yeah. like, mass murderer's shed. It looks uh, like yeah, what no, it is. absolutely. 100%. But if it looked like some you cool, might, like, thing you'd see on Instagram, that would be so funny. What would they do with it? They like they couldn't really show it because it would just be no. so. It would just look so weird. I uh, yeah, it's like kind of funny. I wish he went a bit further because like there are like objects and like things in there that are like normal. You know, like I think like one of the pictures I saw is like there's a, there's a box of Tide on his table. Tide. You wow, didn't bother yeah. going. Like he's still like brand a legion in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the point of doing that? Like, there must have been other things, like, in the 90s that you could buy that weren't, like, brands, right? Like, Yeah. Like, Although, a lot of times, like, mass murder serial killers, they are like that, where they are okay with, like, society in, in those weird, like, consumer way, you know? Like, because I was yeah. thinking, like... It like if you're living in a cabin in the woods, just get like soap or something yeah, easy. Like, like don't get a f- bottle of Tide you have to lug in just to clean your clothes yeah, in a yeah. slightly better way. But then a I, I, I serial killer would do something like that because well, I always buy Tide and that's just the yeah, thing that you yeah, wash yeah, your clothes yeah, with. You're right, yeah. And I'm like a complete psychopath, so washing clothes is like a, it's not you know like the way that they view like chores and and shit. Yeah, I can't believe he got so much coverage compared to all the other insane serial killers in the U.S. You know, like, how many yeah. people did he kill? He only killed, like, he didn't kill that many, did he? Yeah, I guess it's just he was an interesting story. Yeah. I was, he was part of, like, the MK Ultra. Yeah, and yeah He was also, true. like, a mathematician that was, like... He's a smart boy. Well oh, he was short. That's not cool. That's, like, his biggest crime is being under six feet. Yeah. 
Did you like? Did you see that picture of him, like on on the wiki of him in '68 as an assistant professor? <laughs> he looks no. like fucking like Richard Spencer. Like he looks like an alt right guy. You oh, know? weird. Like he looked like I don't know if you can see it. Like go to the wiki, but like he looks exactly like the type of guy who would who would like be like you know the Jews. Like uh, don't really was he was he anti Semitic? Um, or was did he just hate society? I think he, yeah, it was more about modern technology. Ah. He hated like the 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 like industrialization, and I think he he was like that kind of luddite thing where it was uh-huh, like yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't believe that society was moving in the right direction, so they had to bomb it <laughs> to yeah, stop yeah. Him from doing it. You know <laughs> that works. Why not? Sense. That's really cool. I wish, yeah, that's like one place I want to go to the museum, like the American. The... Oh, I see the the black and white photo. No, no, no. There's a color one. Oh. Hold up. Oh, okay. I'll send it to you. You know, we should. Oh, shit. Doesn't yeah. he look wow. like that? Wow. Doesn't he? Like, doesn't he literally look like he looks like Jack Posobiec or something? Like any of those like really insanely like racist guys. Yeah. But he, Where I, they almost look like a, a, a priest, but they're yeah, not. Like, yeah. Like they're an evil priest. Or Absolutely. Something. Like he looks exactly like that. It's so surprising. Yeah. And, like, what is it about that look? Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember reading like this one thing about MK Ultra, like because a lot of it was in Montreal, eh? Like oh. they they had like a big facility in Montreal where they did a lot of the experiments. And there was one, and it's so funny because you always hear about like Charles Manson or like Ted's all the people that like crazy shit happened with them, right? Like yeah, yeah where yeah. the MK Ultra like it turned them into some cr- monster. But then there's like so many people that just got completely fucked by it, and there wasn't any yeah app, yeah. Like, like this one woman where she just can't remember any aspect of her life before they did all the treatments. So she just has, and then she also has like complete short term memory loss. So she's just permanently disabled for the rest of her life because they just experimented on her to try and see if they could control her mind. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's a cool time in America. Maybe you should like, maybe you should send him some mail. Like he'll probably write you back. And there's like nothing legally stopping you from doing that. Like, what, what, like what would I want from him? I don't know. I'd be like, "Hey, Ted, do you what do you think about Apple? You suck. <laughs> you suck, Ted. <laughs> you suck. You. You're a bitch. <laughs> that would be. I, no, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so. Itch- I wonder if anyone's ever done that. I hate you because I know people have like attacked like the families of serial killers. But has anyone like literally like just been emailing hate e- mail? <laughs> Like standard hater yeah. hate mail. You, you suck. I can't send to like a YouTuber this. or something. Yeah, like oh my god, you killed how many people? That's so fucking bad. You suck. You're ugly. You're <laughs> ugly, Ted. You're ugly. Too. Oh my god, did you see what you were wearing? Like when you got arrested? That's so disgusting. Like Jesus, man. Like someone's got to do. It. Maybe you can be the first person. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. They're saying that Andrew's Just sending hate mail to every like serial killer and mass murder or like the ones that are still alive, like Anders Brevik, who killed like a lot more people and was a lot worse. Yeah. Um, a lot of children he killed. Like, what would he have to say? Like, I guess people like like mail this guy, you know, like there must be yeah. something they, they, they say. I, I wonder know. if yeah, I never even thought of that because you always hear about serial killers getting like fan mail and like yeah, but women how about hate wanting mail? to date them. But I wonder how much hate mail they actually get you because you'd imagine yeah. it should be a lot, right? Like there should be a lot of people that just send hate mail to them. If like you think of like every single celebrity talks about how much hate mail they get, why? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You'd think it'd be the same for serial killers, and then that's funny. Like what they do with it? Yeah, oh, haters. Like, I guess maybe he has, like, two piles and is, like, super max prison cell. Like, one is, like, yeah. uh, people love me, people hate me. Or it's, like, he has three, where it's, like, people want to marry me, people who really like me, and then people want to Just a serial like, killer, kill like, me. I had to stop reading all the hate mail, you know, <laughs> it's just really getting bad in my head. It's <laughs> fucking with me. My self-esteem is, like, plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I watched And, you this. know, it's, like... You'll you'll get like uh, a million fan mails and like people saying how much they love what you do, and then just that one piece of hate mail that fucks you up for the whole day. So I decided <laughs> to stop reading it all. You this know? isn't nice at all. Why would you send this to somebody? <laughs> You're mean. You're mean, man. 
yeah i want like i would love to know like the sex lives of like the non-pervert killers you know like did ted kaczynski like fuck like did he had a did he have a like a girlfriend boyfriend like you know like i imagine they i had imagined the non-pervert ones would be like uh that that hitman dude where oh, just Iceman. people that are okay slash slightly yeah, like killing true. people but then otherwise they're like like it seemed like at least with him he just was like a fairly normal dude other than the fact that he loved to kill people and did it for a living like yeah although like, i guess i i don't know yeah like what's the difference i guess is it like but then a lot of soldiers don't really i bet a lot of soldiers don't really believe that like oh i'm killing like but yeah, i guess yeah, a lot yeah. of them do i get like with kuklinski it was like he knew well i guess <laughs> no but he would think that most monica kuklinski <laughs> yeah yeah kaczynski i guess with kaczynski even too he's <laughs> thinking like twice. well is that not his name kaczynski kuklinski where'd you no, get I'm that talking from about richard kuklinski the, dude oh. that, uh, the ice man guy that, oh that how the, the fuck do you know the mob? kuklinski ted kaczynski no he didn't yeah. have a family i don't think wait he, how he, do they he, have he, the exact same last name but spelled differently that's fucked up that's crazy no it's, it's not the same it's kuklinski kaczynski is... kuklinski it's like basically like oh, a different oh, spelling of the same thing yeah. yeah anyways you were saying yeah but but with the richard kuklinski guy so he he killed all these people and stuff but he had a fairly like normal family life or at least so it seemed right yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, um yeah, true, but then yeah. i guess with like soldiers as well they like like so the kuklinski guy probably thought that he was like it was he, he didn't think he was killing innocent people like he like yeah. knew they were part of the mob and so then that makes it okay and then and i guess soldiers are like well i'm killing like yeah like terrorists or bad guys you know so then that yeah. makes it okay yeah well, so then i wonder yeah i wonder if there's killers that aren't into it sexually but they are they want to kill innocent people and they don't yeah. need like the mental thing of like i'm doing a certain because even even ted kaczynski thinks he's like helping the world yeah, yeah, by yeah. bombing and killing these people just like literally a murderer without cause yeah that isn't into it sexually yeah. because it seems like for almost all of this here it's some it's like a some ass yeah. some part of it is sexual yeah. yeah like i was watching this one thing on netflix and it was about like this dude in in london who killed a whole bunch of like gay youth in the 80s and like that kind of when we were talking about it last night we were talking about exodus and how like that just stopped like in the 2000s and it didn't stop before but um yeah like it's it's yeah i was just like wondering like because when you, yeah it's like nobody no serial killer seems to kill for non-sexual reasons except for like maybe three people you know Sorry, what did you say? It's just like, yeah, it's like no serial killer that I know of kills like people for like non-sexual reasons. Like I can't think of one. Like I yeah. literally cannot. Oh, lie. no, I can think of one. Who? Although who? unless it was secretly sexual, it was this woman who was like very interesting as a mm. serial killer. Okay. She, um, especially because there are so many <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm like tr- i was typing in like imagining i was typing in like to search for her but i just wrote very interesting <laughs> <laughs> very interesting yes indeed <laughs> um damn i forget her name now and i forget anyways but so this like uh, yeah from what i can remember but so she was a woman she lived in like la san diego area and um, her whole life, she seemed like she was just kind of a scammer, con artist. Um, uh, she did various cons, uh, would marry guys, then like like cheat on them or steal their money, then move towns and change her name, do it again, and then do various forms of like basic fraud. And yeah, then yeah. when she was about, I think she was only like 40 or 50, she got into this one town and then she, she opened up... Um, uh, it it wasn't like a halfway house, but it was for like kind of disabled people, like elderly people and uh, people with disabilities that needed, I guess, a place almost like a group home kind of thing. Yeah. She opened up this and then integrated herself in the community. And what was really crazy is she dre- like she was 50, but she dressed like she was like really, really old. So she- everyone thought she was just this nice old lady who was like 75 or something who was retired and just wanted to help the community. And then so she got 
all these people to come to her group home. And then she took the money from the government to run the group home. But then what she also did was all of the people that were at the group home, she would take their social security checks that they would get from the oh, government. Like no, and then she no. would, she would sign them over to herself and get them to sign it over because most of them weren't mentally there. And then she would kill them and then bury them in the backyard. And it was like 13 oh. people or something that she ended up killing and, and taking their social security checks. So then, I guess technically she knew she was killing innocent people and she was just doing it for money. So I guess killing people for money, maybe that's the secret. For that's serial su- yeah, true. I don't know, but that's like such like a, a, a hard way to get money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I thought people. too. Like, like old it's people. so bizarre. Like, and it's so much uh falsity. Like you have to pretend you're this old lady. You have to running like whether like she was killing the people, but she still had to run a group home to some capacity, yeah, which absolutely, is a lot yeah. of work. So it, it was kind just, of an insane yeah. way to scam people. What the fuck? Yeah. It was and like, what was crazy is she would, a lot of times she would get people in the group home to dig the uh, grave. And then she would pay people to like bring like, like bags so that they didn't know f- were filled with bodies because she's like an older woman so she can't really move these yeah, bodies yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she'd get all these people to do it unbeknownst to them and then and then they eventually they started to re- because i think a few of the families realized that they'd gone missing and then but most of the people their families didn't care about them or they were just so you yeah, know yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing yeah so she went she did it for a while and but oh and that, that's what that, this is how i found out about her we were like watching on you know that roku thing yeah the tv thing yeah and so it's just filled with shit shows Mm -hmm. and one of them was like uh i forget the name but it was like project serial killer reality and it was like (laughs) or murder homes for sale and it was like the idea of the reality show was these two real estate agents went to homes that were owned like that had some murder or horrible crime happen and then they had to like slip a house Are you joking? <laughs> and then they, and then it's these like two like like classic reality show realty agents, you know, like that style of person. Yeah, 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 definitely. Going through this home talking about like, ooh, and then this is where she buried the bodies. <laughs> and then like, oh, why haven't you guys cleaned this up? Like they're also critiquing like the people like, clean this up. <laughs> I don't like, like the where the table is filled is. with shit and they hadn't cleaned it up. And then so they're simultaneously critiquing that and then also mentioning this woman like killed like all, like 13 mentally disabled people. It was the most <laughs> insane show I've ever seen. That sounds like a like pretty. A, it was like a sketch or something. Sounds like, yeah, I know, right? That sounds like it'd be on like Saturday Night Live. Like it's a very rudimentary, yeah. like what you would write exactly something yeah. like that that's so funny it, that, yeah and then that, that's how i heard and then we, uh, we looked her up because it was like that that was the only interesting part of the show was like what the f- who is this woman mm. wow that's a pretty good quote from uh the mk ultra shit uh, according, uh to author stephen kinzer the cia project mk ultra was a continuation of the work begun in w- world war ii era japanese facilities and nazi concentration camps ah, doing and controlling <laughs> human minds guy continue the work yeah, it's too like i think they did that for a lot of stuff like didn't they hire like most of the doctors from like the nazis because the, they're like yeah the you're cia so smart, secret man. recruitment of nazi torturers and vivisectionists to continue the experimentation uh, experimentation on thousands of subjects and nazis brought to fort Dertick, maryland to instruct cia officers on the lethal uses of sarin gas like when when was that like the 90s when like science was good enough for them to like stop like insane stuff like this that made no sense yeah yeah like i think all this was probably in the 50s and yeah shit. like where they just had like they were just like dumb as shit they had like literally no idea like how anything worked like germ theory was like 50 years old at that point like they they, they just like yeah i was telling i was I, I was talking they were like just inventing the transistor yeah. at bell labs like literally like there was like no technology like i was i was talking to megan about this and i was like because we were talking about andy warhol because like i watched some like really shitty hbo documentary on like some family who was like we bought so much art in the 60s and we bought a brillo box where'd it go we sold it where where is the brillo box and like it was that for 40 minutes and i'm like oh uh, yeah and like just thinking about how dirty the 60s was like it was just disgusting you know like what do you mean 
like just everything was like super damp and oily and like nobody showered <laughs> and nobody bathed like it's you know, yeah i have a good anecdote <laughs> my dad was telling me i think it might have been a bit later than the 60s but yeah. it is to the the mindset of that era where there's like this road where it's very dusty because it's like uh, just like gravel and shit. Uh-huh, so all this yeah. dust flies up if you drive on it. So then what they do is they spray it down with water, but then the water kind of evaporates really quickly. So it's not the perfect solution. But he was saying that what they did back in the day was they would just take old used engine oil and oh spray my it God. And this That'll is in like it. rural areas where there's forests and wildlife what and they the just sprayed fuck? it all with engine oil because oil doesn't evaporate. It's- and it so would keep insane. The, 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 the dust down. Well, but yeah, so works. very dirty and oily time period. Because like they were taught like in in the dark in the biography I read, which is like basically like what else can you write about Warhol at this point, right? Like this is the one, right? Like it's fucking a thousand pages long. Like it took me like forever to finish. But um yeah, like he like the guy was describing like Warhol's like basically I made it home like he bought like a a house in New York like in the 60s with like all the money he was making from uh, illustration so like this was like his forever home like this is where this dude is going to live for the rest of his rest of his like life so you'd think like oh you know like rich people and I guess he never thought he was rich but he was obviously rich right but like he's like you know rich rich people like they live different lives than other people right especially in the 60s like people would like have an idea of like you know what is a rich person thing like it's clean it's nice whatever and like what a poor person thing is it's so dirty and weird but like the way he was describing his house is like everything is covered in fucking oil like everything is damp like everything sucks there's like no technology in your fucking house like you live with like your mom because you feel guilty that like you left your mom in pittsburgh so like everyone's smoking inside everybody is smoking inside yeah and it's just like warhol like had like, like was balding basically so that's why he wore the wigs but like his wigs were like oily as shit like literally like when they took like when you watch documentaries on it when they take him out of the archives in the warhol museum like they're like i have to be careful with this because like there's so much fucking oil on it it's like leaked all into like the folders and stuff and i'm like imagine living through that just imagine how shitty your life is like yeah. even if you had like like i think warhol like at the time was making like 500 thousand dollars a year like in in 2020 money 2021 money so like he was doing pretty well even though like he would act like literally because he's a child of the depression like i think like any like poor person growing up will never get rid of that right like not even my fucking parents like i've gotten rid of that and they weren't even that poor like it's just like something that sticks with you um but yeah like it was just so surprising. And then like he would hang around rich people all the time and like basically beg them for commissions for like the artwork that he was doing. And like, is their life any better? Like they're just as oily and damp and shitty as like everyone else. Like as much as like all the people Warhol hung out with, like you're just like disgusting. Do you think that was maybe an American thing? Because I'm trying to, I'm imagining like, what about other countries? Maybe they were as disgusting, but maybe they were. Maybe they didn't have a choice. I wonder if that was a time period. Like, do you think, in do you think like the the west was less dirty in a weird way or like the 1300s was less or maybe not 1300 i don't know 200 that's a good question egypt was less dirty because there's almost like less technology to make dirt with so everything is in a sense natural like you know maybe they were as dirty as like an animal would get you know which like to be honest in the wild which in a sense isn't really dirt because it's like it's all part of the nature whereas like in the 60s you get all this stuff like oil like which is yeah 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 and it never goes away yeah absolutely oh god i was gonna bring yeah and then like another thing that i thought was like so crazy was like you know the reason that warhol died right was because he was like afraid because the first time he went under the knife like nothing worked like yeah medical technology in the 60s was just like insane like the first chapter of the novel starts out and he's like describing warhol's first surgery after he got shot by valerie salanis or whatever and It's basically a death sentence. Like, no doctor really knew what the fuck they were doing. Like, there was really no, like, like literature, like, being like, this is the best surgery you can do. Do this surgery, right? It always works. Like, just do it like this. Like, it's literally, like, from, like, fucking the 1800s, basically. Like, literally, like, you could die. There's, like, a 50% chance if we take out the bullets, like, you'll, you might die. 
I don't know. Like, we're going to try that. Here's some like, quote unquote, anesthetic. We're going to put you under. And then like, literally like it, like the surgery was so bad. Like he fucking died because like he was basically too afraid to like get his fucking gallbladder out because like how fucking terrible the hospitals were. Wow. And I, I don't blame him. Like, imagine that. Like if you went to the hospital and then like the doctor was like, uh Oh, what's wrong with you? And like, you're like, I don't know. There's something wrong with my heart. And he's like, the heart, how many valves the heart have? um i'll take a look and then like that's basically every doctor and like these doctors were like getting paid like fucking like a lot of money to like save people's lives in the 60s but like they were doing i feel they were doing more harm than good you know it's just from what i was reading i was like that is so insane like but they must have known how to take bullets because we're in in like back in the day like in the like the 1900s 1800s weren't they like taking out of bullets the civil war people or would people just die if they got a bullet shot i felt a lot of people maybe that's just a lie from a movie but i feel like you know like they do that kind of shitty surgery yeah i think they died of other things like they died of like gangrene and stuff you know because like they didn't know how to treat wounds on the battlefield like they just took it out yeah and like, oh well yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, whatever but like i guess like in warhol's case it was a lot more serious than that i think like the bullets they did take out of people in like the civil war and stuff were like in your leg oh it was like yeah or in your shoulder yeah, 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 yeah. And like if they have to okay, that we'll amputate sense. it, right? Like we'll get we'll we'll just amputate your fucking like whatever whatever works. Yeah, yeah. But like with Warhols, like Valerie comes in, like shoots him like fucking in the chest, right? Like that's like for like if if you're unlucky, that's a death sentence. But like if you have if the doctors have no idea how to actually treat it, that's even more of a death sentence. It was just so surprising. Like it was like really insane because like I don't know. <laughs> Man, imagine being a doctor and someone is shot and you have to like save them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's a crazy job. I think now it's probably a little less stressful, but back in the day, you're just like, I don't fucking know. I guess this I'm going to take it out if you die, whatever. But yeah, like now it's like Oh my god. Well, just saving anyone's life as a doctor seems like pretty pretty bad <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like there's so much stress. Like and doctors are always so like fucking like nonchalant about it, especially the older ones. And it's, surgeons specifically. Oh my god, it's so yeah. fucking weird. I got these TikToks of this surgeon guy who's like I've seen his videos before, but like he's probably like in his late 60s maybe yeah and it's like oh here's me at the hospital and he's like oh i start the day at six like it's no fucking big deal that you're going to do like two surgeries today like you're literally going to like pick some like fix somebody's like fucking like heart valves or like you're going to fix like a guy's like i don't know like something that is like deathly wrong with this person and like he's like he was just talking about like he was trying to be like so like relatable like nobody is going to relate to like opening up a human and saving their life that's like (laughs) how many surgeons are there in the world you know who do (laughs) like not that many and like he was like being like oh you know like the young the young people like they come in here and they like they like to listen to rap but i like to listen to classical music and like yeah, that is uh, I don't weird. They play music in the in the in the operating room. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that would fuck you up or something. But maybe not. I mean, he was making it to be like, uh, I guess I'll I'll just do it. Whatever, doesn't matter. You know, like surgery is nothing. But like, I thought that was such a crazy way to be. Yeah. What would be like good music to play in an operating room? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like. Uh, <laughs> oh man, there could be some really funny stuff. Like uh uh having like having like a surgeon like just play like <laughs> what's the circus music? Like And a lot of times they ask you what because it's to calm you down so yeah. you can force them to play anything. <laughs> Please. <laughs> This version just blaring in their ears when they're trying to get a tumor out of your like fucking neck. Yeah, like old like marching band music. <laughs> I guess and it's like maybe it's like a Hippocratic thing. They can't change it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like even if you're asleep, like they can't change it. Like just in case you wake up. Like this is just playing while they're like I uh, pass me the pass me the scalpel. <laughs> I gotta take <laughs> or just like sirens. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's so pretty good. good. Wow, that's a pretty that's interesting. When I was the MK Ultra shit that I never thought of or I've never read about, but that's a, a good where all the stuff of like 
Charles Manson trying to control the mind, make like a person kill someone or like creating like a Manchurian candidate. This one guy, this historian dude was saying that he thinks that that was the CIA trying to focus media attention to like the crazy programs. Like remember what they did uh. in um, with Project Alamo when they were making the atom bomb. They got people that work there to go to local bars and tell them that, oh, man, they're working with UFOs up there. So people would think they're doing UFOs. So no one would suspect what they're actually doing, which is way more serious. I feel they've done that a lot. Yeah. Like it's classic disinformation. But what they were doing was doing that. So uh, the media attention and everyone and all the conspiracy people would think about all those crazy things just to remove the the view from the project's main goal, which was literally just figuring out the most effective methods of torture and interrogation. That makes a lot of sense. I feel they've done that. That makes so so much more sense. And it's that like the truth is way more brutal. Like it's like kind of funny or crazy to try and get someone LSD to, to make (laughs) them like kill someone or something, but to just be where you're just literally experimenting on humans to figure out what the best way to torture information out of them is. Like, that's like, yeah, yeah, that's like way worse. I was just thinking about it. It's cool that they have so much information now on MK Ultra because I guess like a lot of stuff was declassified. And shit. I guess like they're they're probably going to do that in more clandestine means now versus like yeah, you yeah, know, like or like they have better ways to or they have real ways to do it now. I think the only reason they declassified any of that was because it didn't work, you know. Because if it worked, like what would be the point in telling people, you know? It- and like what they're saying to give MK Ultra the brand of like some crazy, yeah, spirit, yeah, like yeah. where it's not just like literally torturing people to death to figure out if it works better than the other way. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason I can get. But I also was thinking of different songs to play in the operating theater. Yeah, yeah. like just the worst <laughs> patriotic songs you can think of. Just the American national. <laughs> yeah, I know. Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> And like they're just like you're bleeding out on the table, <laughs> and they're like just trying to save your life, and you're just smiling. Clear, clear, clear. And then, then it's just like God bless the USA. And you're like, Someone I heard that fucking. <laughs> we can. He picked it. This says we have to do it. We respect yeah, his choices. <laughs> I love this country. <laughs> and like your surgery costs like the hospital like $50 million <laughs> and then nobody can pay it because you're the only person who, uh, who like like uh, has any relation to <laughs> yourself <laughs> and like you have no insurance. So like everyone is just like broke and dying trying to fix you while God bless the USA plays <laughs> in your ear. God bless the USA. Yeah, Star Spangled Banner would be pretty good. Why were, uh, were you just uh, reading about MK Ultra because of the Unabomber? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. It's this is like my favorite song. <laughs> it's calming to me. It calms me down when I'm going under. <laughs> it's like, am I gonna make it? <laughs> Doctor, Doctor, level with me. Come on, man. Just give it to me straight. <laughs> Am I gonna die? Why is that so funny? <laughs> I didn't think it would be that funny, but then, like, when I started playing it, I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> Imagine playing O Canada. Wow, that'd be terrible. Holy fuck. I don't think I've listened to O Canada in, since I was in high school. Her <laughs> way to bring it back uh, to the right. beginning. All right. This is the Martin Luther King I Have a Dream speech. <laughs> Give it to me straight, talk. Am I going to make it? <laughs> Martin Luther King. Wow, there's so many opportunities for this. Yeah, we got to get some surgery. I know. I hope I get some surgery soon. Like, I feel so many people have gotten surgery, but I really haven't. So I feel. It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Thought you'd like to learn some history while you're, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we can't change it. <laughs> but one hundred great years speech. <laughs> Am I dying, Doc? Am I dying? <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's pretty good.
Yeah. Or like any any speeches by the presidents would be pretty good. Like one by Obama would be pretty funny. <laughs> or like really bad slam poetry. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Like um uh what's <laughs> slam poetry? I need something from like the 2000s, you know? Like yeah, like the, yeah. the, the, the like height early YouTube, the height. Yeah, early YouTube or like the the height of like like when nobody like uh Def Jam. Yeah, that's what I want. Def Jam. <laughs> All right. Uh, not Kanye, because Kanye was just singing one of his songs, um, which I guess we, we haven't even gotten to that part yet. Oh, yeah. There was one that I was going to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> like you have no attachment to, like, slam poetry at all. We take it because ain't nobody giving. America is a rich man's vision, but a poor man's prison. It's just blaring in the operating room. <laughs> and like you're just like you're fucking losing so much blood you're dying and then the doctors <laughs> or like you know what would be really good the hamilton soundtrack because that's exactly the same thing but it's even worse you know yeah, yeah. Wow. no but it wouldn't work because a lot of the doctors because doctors are like oh they like would love it uh, and so they just think it's cool you know Ham- oh i love this song oh he's such a good rapper they just have no context with so they just don't know how to feel about it do you think it would be like it would raise the risk of surgery if you played stuff like that they must have done studies on that yeah there's yeah, no way we, that does, you that is play like certain music and songs that just like because it, they don't like it or it m- makes them nervous <laughs> makes them like nervous. a two percent increase Star- in death star spangled banner <laughs> totally worth it though no 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 star star spangled burger <laughs> it's the Star Spangled Banner, sir. You know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen to the Star Spangled Burger. <laughs> Give it. Give it to me now. <laughs> this is my surgery. I'm paying $50 million for it. You're going to play the Star Spangled Burger. <laughs> play what the USA said. song. <laughs> the big USA song. The big USA song and the Star Spangled Bur- Burger. Play me the U- big USA. Song. I got it on CD. <laughs> I type in Star Sp- Oh no, it autocorrected. Star Spurgled Burger. <laughs> like no, burger or USA burger? Song. Burger. Uh, <laughs> I want the U.S. theme song. <laughs> You're the theme song of the United States. And Martin Luther King at the Washington Memorial. <laughs> Childish Gambino. This is America. <laughs> Afterwards, oh, or like those weird the gummy bear song, or like oh, those old, so like, yeah, that's just where our minds are, you know. We're yeah. thinking of how to make our lives worse under surgery, <laughs> under duress. He trespassed on the tomb of the unknown soldier. Big mistake. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what is gonna happen to him? They're gonna kill him. That would be so awesome. If you like, yeah, that st- would be funny. Just they have a full reign to kill anyone that comes in a certain distance. Like shoot to kill orders. <laughs> I guess like, they are guarding it. So I guess they. What are they? Have but they're guarding certain... nothing because there's nothing in here. Why you never mess with the guard of the tomb of it's the unknown symbolic. soldier? <laughs> Big mistake. Why you never mess with the royal guard? <laughs> what? And there's like this. There's like these Photoshop pictures of like a black guy with his pants down, like lying on the tomb of the unknown soldier. And the the title is he tried to mess with the guard of the tomb of the unknown soldier. Big mistake. <laughs> what do you mean? Like he's just lying in front of it. Is that what you're trying to say? Um, yeah, but uh, I, I saw get- this uh, 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 special operations guy talking about how that was one of the first things he did when he joined special the military ops. was he got into being. Uh, a guard of the the tomb of the unknown soldier thing how do you get that and it's job? like it's like i guess you go to the normal military then you do all the whatever boot camps that they have and then it's like it's like i guess it's almost like university where it's like you apply to try it and then and then you have to go through the training uh... and then but he was saying like it's insane where it's like like 43 people a year die <laughs> like yeah like and like and it's like a thousand people just fail out of it like it's one of the most hard thing it, i think he was saying it's the hardest thing to do when you're not do, like you're literally just standing there but i guess it's like one of those things where because it's so like um you aren't doing anything yeah. then it becomes almost like 
a dignity thing of like, oh, well, we'll make this the hardest thing to do. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like it was almost harder than like being an actual like did, like work like Delta Seal or whatever it is. You know? What did he get out insane. of it? Like, do you get anything special, or is it just literally you get, like you, you don't get? See a, I guess you get a badge that you get to wear, so then everyone knows like, oh, you're like one of the rare guys that did uh, that. And then I guess it's like you get the 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 pride of a soldier of being like guarding that. I guess it has like an honor thing to it because it's. It, I guess it's like the monument to everyone that dies yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm or not like exactly that, sure how it works. I think it's like literally like the people who are missing in action or like don't get identified when they die on the battlefield. Yeah, so there's yeah. like a big like uh, emotional aspect to it. Yeah. And then um, and then you also yeah, there was all this stuff of like you're like also like almost like um like when the people come like cuz a lot of tourists come to re- you have to like know all this information about it. Oh, so really? You have to, he's like, you have to memorize, and he said he could, like, still, you have to memorize, like, insane amounts of information, word for word, perfectly. You have to say it on command every time perfectly, or else, like, you get kicked out or whatever it is. Oh, and then no. you have to know that in case anyone asks you or anyone, you have to be able to tell them, I guess, because I guess there's the guys that are there not talking, doing the whole walking back and forth, but then there's a lot of guys who are also part of it where they're just not on that shift that day so they're more in the crowd in the guard thing or telling people like you know you can't stand there whatever you know oh, i see and it, 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 it was so crazy yeah tomb of the unknown soldier trespass why do people respect the military so much i guess like coming from canada it's just like something that has never or like i don't even think in any country like they have the same reverence for like their military or yeah police. they do Really? I've never met. I think I think you'd be hard pressed to find a country that doesn't. I think it's like one of those things that's just so naturally human that it's gonna be forever. You know what I no, mean? No, I meant more so like a respect for it to the point where it's like kind of weird. You know, especially like in America where it's like their their like their military is like an imperial force basically. But like, have you met any Canadian who's like, damn, I love my love my troops so much? Like, I've seen spe- I've seen like uh, like bumper stickers. I but, guess there's more of it because America is more of a military. Well, that's what I said. Kind of place. Well, yeah, because it's an imp- that's what I imperial. Said. Yeah, but that's but I, I mean, but I mean, as like, I think if if you go by the level of military action that the country takes, I think that's the same level of the respect that an average person would have if you asked, like they would support the military, or if they saw a guy, they would be like, you know, I think it's just like. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I guess, and then you're just uh, indoctrinated from such a young age uh, yeah. that even if you like, are, like want to go against it, you still really can't because, you know what I mean? Like it would be hard if if we're walking on the street and we see a guy in a full uniform, like a cop, like it's hard to get that out of your head of like, oh, well, that's some guy that's special, you know? I got a really good one. I got <laughs> a really fucking good one. I was just like laughing, just thinking about it. Like in the the canteen. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta respect this wishes, man. This could be his last moment on earth. He guards the tomb. He guards the tomb. No soldier. Play this song. Boom, boom, chicka chicka. He's, we're losing him. We're losing He's him. On the loop <laughs> for like seven oh, hours. <laughs> yeah, people like are like crying. Are like seven hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all the fucking oh, people fun. do it, like finishing their <laughs> medical degrees are just like crying oh, and shit. vomiting. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> it kind of works. It's kind of all right. <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize the music video for this song was so fun. <laughs> what I thought you were going to play when what? that started. What? The, the, um, the intro to Austin Powers. The Chrissy <laughs> the new way Boston New Zulma. Holy shit. Wow. That would be terrible. We played this in the other episode, like two episodes ago. The doctor's like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so groovy, baby. <laughs> so groovy. He guards the tomb of the unknown soldier. We have to do this. He loves Austin Powers. And now they're just like, <laughs> like they think it's over, but then it just starts again. And it's just like a mix between the Oh Yeah song and the new song Boston Over together. <laughs> so they can't escape. 
There's nothing they can do. Why is that so funny? I have no idea. Yeah. I um, was watching this yeah. uh, this Egyptian guy who's a comedian. Oh, I love that. He had like a crazy interesting life where he was um, uh, uh, he was talking about when um, uh, when the Arab Spring happened in what was that like 2008. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah, it, and then it happened all over like the the Middle East and and then Egypt as well. Yeah, um, uh, they kind of took out the 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 kind of uh, dictatorship thing, and then this new like religious, uh, uh, somewhat dictatorship kind of took over, right? Because yeah. they had the they had like the the <laughs> just thinking about all the soldiers. And the yeah, evolution is listening to this. <laughs> Well, they're taking over like a triple E. Oh man, that would be a crazy. I never thought of that. You know, like and any of the, like the riots that happened in the past, like any kind of serious like riot activist where you have huge amounts of militarized police and stuff. What could you do with bringing huge speakers to events like that and mm. then just playing music that changes the context of the environment so much That's that? A bit much. That would be an interesting thing. And then news guys trying to film it. You can't get like, oh, yeah, out of the thing when you're trying to shoot like B-roll and show like the the crazy rioters destroying whatever, you know, like it would like make any kind of news you try and do like, like it would fuck it all up, you know? It would make it look so stupid. Everything seems silly. That would be kind of an interesting idea to do. (laughs) Once in a lifetime. What, you don't like 80s New Wave? (laughs) While you're trying to reclaim Iraq? The pigs don't like 80s New Wave. (laughs) You heard it here first. They They don't don't like, like oh yeah. They don't like New Soul Bossa Nova or oh yeah. They don't like it. They hate that. All right, I'll I'll, I'll do an outro. (sighs) So that's the end of the podcast. That is the end of the podcast. Um, if you'd like to hear more of us uh, two jolly boys talk about, we talked about a lot of stuff. You know, talked about Kabuki a bit. We talked about our time in Norway. <laughs> we didn't talk about <laughs> shut up. Kabuki we did. All. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about Kabuki a bit. <laughs> fleeting moment. Yeah, you said the word at least. <laughs> it was quite fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very a very nuanced conversation. Don't listen to Chris. Um, so if you want a lot of classic dif- disinformation yeah, out in this podcast, lots of classic good. disinformation. We you talked about know a, who we are, yeah. where we live, anything. Yeah, you, you don't even know. We're probably not anonymous, Canadian, completely anonymous. But uh, yeah, if you if you want to hear more, please go to patreoncom slash searching um, You will be helping not only us talk about Kabuki more which we talked about a lot. Um, you will also be helping uh, the search. And I know that's what people kind of care the about. Indian call center yeah. that Andrew pays and to the, make the searches for him. Yeah, I know. The Indian call center that I pay to make the searches for me. And you take out, uh, what do you call it, a freelance contract. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Remember that, what was that fucking nightmarish thing that Amazon did, the Turk, where... Oh, the mechanical just, like, people paying, and you just oh, basically like a weird internet slave thing. I love internet slavery. That's why I hire people in India to outsource yeah. the search to them because create good searches. I don't like labor at all, and I'd rather outsource it and and make everyone's lives miserable across the globe. That's what globalization means to me: making people's yep. lives worse uh, and making uh, rich people's lives better. But, anyways, please go to the Patreon. You will. You will find lots of great stuff. Uh, hopefully, if Chris is able to come down, we'll also be doing video. Isn't that great? Yeah, video is great. Yeah, because uh, from what I know, that Chris only looks at podcasts that have video, so he's probably on to something. And we got to do it. We got to do it. We don't have a video component, but hopefully, we will soon. Those. That's the update for the pod. It's nothing but Kabuki and video <laughs> about us and talking the, about the the O song from Ferris Bueller's uh, Day and Off. The, oh yeah. I guess we can end on that. It's such That'll a good the end. It's such a good song. It's probably the Why would you make this song? Why would you do that? What is the purpose of doing that? That's just making people angry. <laughs> what? <laughs> it makes me angry. <laughs> Listening to the oh yeah song.
does make me want to watch Ferris Bueller. It'd be though. amazing to hear that in context <laughs> in like the eighties and know what that actually really sounded like. Should I, it sounds really good on headphones. Like I'm surprised, you know. Oh, the quality. Oh my god, it's really good. Yeah, just like listening to that blaring in in my in my ears uh, at like a concert or something. I got to make that happen. That's my next. A, that's my next. Wake up, goal. anesthesia with a new heart. <laughs> yep. <laughs> with my new oh, yeah. <laughs> my new lease on life, the first thing I'm doing is playing that song for everyone. Or we'll be uh, 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 at a protest near you blaring that song <laughs> and to see what it does yeah. to the vibe. And e- <laughs> either staying or running away, we can't decide. <laughs> Whatever they Whatever like, happens. Yeah. Thank you. I will end it off with this William Basinski track. It's not as good as uh, the first one.